Blog Talk Radio.
the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust. And Amen, we thank. And Amen, we continue forward as the Republic of Mentelect forever. Good evening. I am your host, the intellectual Nubin Mentari. This is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be speaking about speaking and projections. What do I mean when I'm talking about speaking and projections? You know how the so-called white man talks about projections in the stock market, how he tries to make future projections for, you know, um, stock and things he wants to purchase. He talks about uh, projections, right? You know, he talks about projections and, you know, basically that's another way of saying prophesying or looking into the future, being able to tell things or to bring things, project things into existence from your projection. Now, This is different, speaking things into existence. Thinking things into existence is totally different. That's projecting, thinking things forward into existence, into real life, right? Bringing things magnetically to you mentally to bring into reality, into the state of reality which we're in, bringing it closer to you. See, projections, unlike manifestations, like I said, manifestations are the physical things that you bring. Projections are the mental things that you channel. You see, projections are mental things that you channel into you, you know, speaking things into existence. That's a form of manifestation. You see, you bring in the lesser and the lower things to you in the state of manifestation. But in the state of projection, you bring in the higher things, things that are not really in alignment to this present day world, that's what mentelec is. That's why I refer to mentelec as a projected transmission. Mentelec is a projected transmission because things were brought through this message through me to you from our ascendants, brought that was not in this world until I brought them into this world, knowledge that I brought into this world. See, that was me speaking in projections, thinking in projections, first and foremost, before I can speak into projections, I have to think that way. And then as I'm speaking and describing things to you, I'm describing things that were projected by way of pure thought, thought that was not tangled up with a lot of emotional things and baggage and, you know, people, place, and possession. I don't have an emotional attachment because that is the biggest thing that stops us from thinking in projections, meaning thinking futuristically and speaking in projections futuristically, projecting things forward, things that a fourth dimensional. A lot of our, you know, relationships, the true relationships are supposed to be fourth dimensional relationships. But unfortunately, because we brought a lot of things into manifestation, we have a lot of two-dimensional manifestations in our lives and some three-dimensional things, but for the most part, two-dimensional low-level things because black people have been taught to, you know, speak things into existence. They have been taught to manifest. You know, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, speak it into existence and it will come. But what are you speaking into existence? What are you really speaking into existence? Money, a relationship, right? Somebody to sleep with, lay up with, you know, just trivial things. People, place, and possession. And none of these things are on a higher level. These are things that you're taught to want but not the things that you ultimately need. You are taught to want these things, 
but these are things that you don't really need. See, the beast loves to watch you ask for things that you want because he puts the desire in you to want low-level things, things that are fleeting. And when you no longer get fulfillment from these things, you wonder why. See, when you think and speak things into projection, that is constant fulfillment. Like this transmission of mental, like is this not constant fulfillment for you all who get this transmission every day, seven nights, seven days a week, or seven nights a week? Is this not constant fulfillment? Well, if those of you feel that way, you know that this is a constant fulfillment of something that you need, then you will continuously get this because it is thinking from a projected state. I am thinking from a projected state and therefore speak from a projected state because I've, I've learned to bring my mind in alignment with my mouth so that I'm speaking my mind. I'm speaking my mind. A lot of times you are surprised at the things that come out of people's mouths when they're speaking their mind. And a lot of times people would rather remain silent than remove all doubt that they're speaking from a lower space, a lower state of manifestation or man infestation, you see, because it is an infestation of creatures and things on this level, things that were created here, right, the things that you desire here. You should never desire things in the creation. You should always need and want things of a projection because with the projection comes your upper mental capabilities, your telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, levitation. That's all projection. That's all projection. That cannot be manifested. Why? Because these things are on the level of those who projected here. So you cannot, you cannot manifest things in the fourth dimension when you are locked into the third only those who are walking in the third dimension yet are mentally reaching toward the fourth dimension can pull in those projections. You see, pull them in mentally and then speak them into reality. Speak them into reality. When I say reality, you know, I mean into real solid foundation, you know, which you know is the dark matter of the physical world, that which we can touch, that's what which we can see, that what we can hear. And even then doing that, that's still picking up on our lower, you know, senses. We want projections that, you know, stimulate our higher mental senses, our higher mental capabilities, because that's the only way our telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, and intuition is going to get started by us talking about this collectively and being on this level and being focused on that. That's what will bring the projection. That will bring the projection. That will turn us into projectors because we're supposed to be a society of future projectors, a society of future thinkers, society of projected receivers, receiving from one source in the fourth dimension from our ascendant or waiting to give us a full-on transmission and an open door into the fourth dimension. So we have to realize this. We have to realize that 
we are behind in time. We are behind in time. How did we get behind in time? By becoming two-dimensional, by becoming possession instead of person. Person personification equals power. We allow the beast to make us possession, property. And they still think of you so-called black people as property today. That's why they can name you whatever they want to name you, call you whatever they want to call you, talk to you any way they talk to you, because they look at you as possessions. They don't look at you as real people, because in order to be real people, you have to be in a third dimension level. Now that That's the level where you stop thinking only as individuals and you start thinking collectively as a group. That's when you're going to enter the third dimension, when you all stand together under one name, one language, one one creator, one one have one one Lord. I don't want to say creator, one Lord. When you stand together under that mind, body, and soul, that's when you will be seen as a people, a real people. Real people with customs and codes of conduct. You see. That's when you'll be seen as that as a law-abiding people, people who have a community in which they are able to abide by law. That's the projection, or that is the foundation for those who will be speaking in projection. Even your so-called witches' covens, you know your witches' covens who do all their spells and cast their spells and do it. They're a community. You do know that. Your Satanists and your witches' covens, they're, they're a community. They're together as a community. They only really hang out with each other. You see, you see all them Caucasians wearing white or black and black and things like that, and they they part of a witches' coven. That's a community of them. You see, they're very social with one another. You see, everything is a covenant or a coven or a community. That means you have to be closely associated with one another in order to bring in a strong projection. You have to be closely associated. You have to be on the same mind the same body, the same soul, the same frequency as one. And that's how you begin to set a solid foundation to start speaking in projection, talking future things into present, into reality, into the state of reality. You bring it from the fourth dimension because everything that comes from the fourth dimension is pure reality. Whatever comes from the fourth dimension is pure reality. It trumps everything here in the third dimension. You see, because in order to bring in something from the fourth dimension, that means that a strong receiver, a strong reception, receptor had to magnetically pull that in, mentally pull that in, like a magnet, pull that in, pull in whatever transmission. And this is why I constantly strengthen my mental focus. I constantly strengthen my mental focus by speaking in projections and thinking in projections. I do things futuristically. I do and think things futuristically. I don't get I don't get caught up in the now or the then. I don't get caught up in the now. I don't get caught up in the then. You see, I don't get caught up in the past and the present. My focus is solely the future. Every move that I make in the present is for the future. So even the moves I make. And with the present, to um, where it would seem like the present to people, they're actually future moves that I'm making. You see, I'm actually making future moves. And sometimes when you make future moves, you think like a futuristic being. People don't get that. They don't. They don't understand it because they're so used to 
desiring and wanting the things of this third dimensional realm, which is incomplete. You see, so they don't really have time to think about the future. They don't really got time to think about what the future holds or what, why we should be projecting into the future, speaking and projections, thinking and projecting. They don't get that. They don't get that. And the reason why they don't get that is because, like I said, they are limited to that submental space. They're limited to that submental space. Everything that we see, everyone else will not see. They will not see it until it's too late. They will eventually see it, but by the time they see what we see, it will be too late. It could be anything, disaster, anything, you know, death coming, disease, whatever's around the corner for the humans or whatever. Like I said, they can't see that coming, but we will. Because it's a warning for us to move out of the way. Because we're supposed to be moving anyway, whether we're moving forward, moving out of the way, maneuvering. We're supposed to be moving, keeping it moving mentally. All that movement is the mental movement. And the mental movement dictates that we continue to move, that we continue to speak in projections and constantly live our day for the future. If you have children, you definitely should be speaking in projections. Your thoughts should definitely be futuristic. Your thoughts should not be present day. You shouldn't even pay attention. I mean, you're going to see it. You can't help but see it, but you shouldn't put too much energy into what's now. It's all about what's next. It's all about what's next. You know, when you stay in the next, that means you stay in a constant flow of motion. Our, pre- our, our place is the next. Our place is always the next. Next is constant motion. When you say next, that's a, how you say, a, a, um, a verb almost. Next is like a verb. What we used to say that adverb, a verb, what's that action word, verb, like run. Next is like run. You know, that phrase run, run just means movement. Next means movement. And just like a projector that takes in pictures and constantly turning film in the projector, the projector is always moving to the next frame, always moving to the next stage, always moving, 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 always moving, constantly projecting the next image. That's how we're supposed to be. The projector don't film backwards. The projector don't stay still. The projector keeps churning out the, um, um, future pictures. And that's what we're supposed to become. We're supposed to become those future projectors. And in thinking that way, we know where we're supposed to be, who we're supposed to be with, who are supposed to be the ones we're supposed to make families with, make, uh, make um, unions with. By thinking forward, projecting forward. You see, you can never go wrong when you think forward. The problem is a lot of our people like to think that they're thinking forward, but they're actually thinking presently. And their present uh, thoughts, their present thoughts will always um, blur thinking and projections or future projections. They will always do that. They will try to take their present-day fears and put them in the future projection. 
you cannot use your present day fears for future projections. I had to learn that the hard way. And why I had to learn the hard way is because I held back on doing a lot of things I wanted to do, but I waited because I worried about the current climate of how things are in society. And that's a big mistake. You should never let society, as much as you can, dictate your ability to speak in and think in projections, future projections. You see, this is why, again, more so for black people, at one point in time, our people would think in the future, thinking future projection and whatnot. They at least had to think that way because they had children, and they wanted their children to succeed. So if you want your children to succeed, you want your children to, you know, be independent, and whatever the case may be, it's only going to happen when our people are able to speak in and think in projection when we're able to communicate that to our children, when we're able to acknowledge the reality of that power that is real, that's when it will become real power because, like I said, we could start off the fact that we even listening to start it off, said something. Try living your life and thinking about the future and see where it takes you. See where it takes you. Try living your life in the future. Live, let know all your thoughts be futuristic, right, about what you want to grow into, about what you want to become, who you see yourself becoming, what do you see happening for your children, what do you see your children becoming. This is what you do. This is how you start to speak and think in projections, who you want your future partner to be, husband, wife, whatever, who you want your future, who you want children with, where do you want to live. How do you want to live in this community? All these things should be focused on. You see, I want my people to think like that. Because when you got, when you think like that, you ain't got time to be stressing about the present. The present is moving. We presently moving away from the present every day. Those who are of the elect. And we're going to start to make our way into the future. Make our way into the future. Guide ourselves into the future. Establish ourselves into the future. Because there's no other way for us. There's no other way for us to maneuver ourselves in this day and time. So we have to literally bring ourselves futuristically into a different state of being, produce a different state of being. And this is, like I said, how we start to change ourselves. Right? Right. Always keep that in mind. Always keep that in mind. We have to always make sure that, uh, you know, we are in constant reception of pure power because the pure power that we seek is futuristic. The, The thing that keeps, like I said, I thought about this before, you know, the things that keep people from uh, ascending past their mental uh, incapacity, you know, their mental problems, whether it's, you know, depression, whether it's um, whatever, bipolarism, all the things that keep you stuck in a certain state of being 
where they constantly keep repeating the things they do. The only thing to push past that is future projection. The only thing to push you past that because when you go into those mental issues, and a lot of blonde women go through those mental issues of depression, bipolarism, and things like that, you have to have or establish a collective body of future or what I call projected future projected or projected coaches. When I say projected coaches, that's a form of people. That's a collective of people that is coaching each other collectively to push past whatever traumas and things they had in their mind that keep them from projecting into the future. They constantly need to be reminded of the future and being pushed into the future and being pushed past these things that keep them dwelling in that circle of depression, that circle of bipolarism, that circle of whatever they're going through mentally that keeps their lives in chaos and confusion. They need to have a team of people who are pushing them, pushing them like you have coaches that push you. You need a, a group of women to push you. If you have, because like I said, women are suffering from it, they need other women, groups of women, a uh, collective body of women to push each other, to talk to each other. And they have to be non-judgmental. They have to talk about when they have good days, bad days, there is help. We are here to help each other. They can't help women. A lot of women, like I said, a lot of women, especially bronze, will suffer from bipolarism and depression and, you know, and just this, you know, trauma that's on them that they can't shake. And a lot of times they end up making their lives and those around them then make the lives of living hell and make the people around them lives of living hell. And it's not that they mean to do it. They can't help themselves. They have to get past it. It's like a needle that's stuck on a record. It's like a needle that's stuck on a record. They get caught in the grooves, and they got to be able to push past those grooves, man. They need somebody to talk to. They need to push past those grooves, you see, and always constantly have each other to lean on to, you know, use the foundation of growth because we all need each other. We need each other to be strong. Well, we are missing, you know, that ability to be strong. We need that. We have to be open and honest to say that, that we need a push forward. See, those women, the only problem with those women is they need to push forward. Because that's the only thing. To sit here, to tell them to sit here and keep dwelling in it. And that's what the so-called white men do. They'll give you therapy and they'll tell you to keep going through this and going through that and keep reliving this and reliving that. There's certain things after a while you just have to get the F over. You have to get the F over it. You have to push past this. And you have to have something on the other side that makes you willing, that gives you the willingness to push past the things you're going through, the trauma, whatever you endured in your life. You have to have something that is worth you pushing toward. See, a lot of these women, or and certain men that suffer from depression, they don't see that they don't see how you say uh, uh, light at the end of the tunnel. That you know that phrase, seeing light at the end of the tunnel, meaning that you're coming out of a dark space and into a brighter place if you project that way, if you are ready to project. If you're ready to move on, if you're ready to just accept that you're not the only one that bad things happen to, traumatic things happen to, it happens to everybody, there's nothing to do but move on. That's all. And you need people to help you push that through. They have to be like your mental laxatives almost. 
these people have to be like your mental laxatives. You have to have that support system of people who are going through it. They have to be like that mental laxative that pushes these things out of your mind and make sure that you don't resist them because, see, once people can take you into the brightness of things, once people can take you into the illumination of things, then nine times out of ten, you're not going to want to turn back into darkness. You're not going to want to turn back. You see, you're not going to want to turn back because you'll realize there's nothing to turn back to. You see, a lot of people don't want to let go of it, and a lot of people, you know, they don't want to be told. They want to fight and be combative and things like that, and they don't even realize they're fighting and being combative. They don't realize that they, they're trying to they are supposed to break the circle and the pattern of saying the same thing over and over and over again and still putting hell on people because, like I said, they don't know how to push past these things. You need a team of people, a collective body, like I said, to push past these things. And it amazes me that a lot of bronze women don't have these groups because bronze women need them the most. Bronze women suffer the most from a lot of trauma, you know, whether they were molested as children, whether, you know, they felt unsure about themselves physically, you know, whether, whether you know, they have low self-esteem or, you know, never felt, you know, beautiful. No one, no one ever told me that they loved them. They had a father in their life. Well, all these things. They might have had a mother who wasn't about nothing. She might have been going through the same thing. And when I saw you had nothing, you have no one to talk to to push you through, to make life worth living. A lot of these people feel alone. They feel alone. And a lot of times they don't want, they don't want to be alone. They might not have family to go to of people who are trying to bring that. But like I said, if your presence of what you're doing is offending people, affecting people in a negative way, then that's because you are not speaking in projections. You are not thinking in projections. You are not seeing that your way of doing things is affecting others because if you were able to speak and think in projections, look forward and think about what you are doing, you can see where everything you do affects how you interact with people in a bad way, in a positive way. That can only be understood when you look forward. Look forward in your encounters. Think about the other person that you are encountering with. Think about people you interact and encounter with and how they perceive you as you are talking to them, how they receive you. And if you sit up here and you say you don't care, then you shouldn't have to be speaking to those people. But if you do care, because at some point you're going to have to interact with people, then you have to be mindful of what you're saying, what you're doing. And that only comes by way of projection, speaking in projection. You know what is righteous. You know what's wrong by thinking futuristically of what the outcome is going to be. That's how you know that. You have to think futuristically about what the outcome is going to be. And if you're really seriously thinking that way, you're going to nine times out of ten pick the right outcome, the real outcome. You're going to be able to do that. You will not be able to do that if you're constantly denying that you have a problem, that you rub people the wrong way, that there's something wrong with you that you don't truly, that you're truly not at peace mentally. Because, like I said, the people who are mentally disturbed out here, the people who are going through things, I have people who are ashamed and don't want to admit it. 
those are people who had traumatic things happen in their life, traumatic things. These are people who had a lot of trauma in their life, things that they bury, things that come out in, you know, different time frames and whatnot, certain things that might come out that they wanted to say or do back then, but it's delayed, it comes out now. So a lot that happens a lot of times to people. See? That happens. And the only way to get past that is to projection, speaking in projections, thinking in projections, speaking your future thoughts out of what you want things to or what you need things to be in your life, what you need, not what you want things to be, what you need things to be in your life. Because once you get down to the necessity of things, how you need things to be in your life, then things will be projected into your life that you need, real things, real people, real projections, bring real persons into your life real situations and circumstances in which you can grow into your life, they will start to open themselves up right in front of you. But you have to be willing to step out of the present state of depression, the things that you're going into, and step into the future, the solar projection, the future projection of what you need to become. Constantly think about what you need to become. When you think about what you need to become that's futuristic, then you're going to start to become it. You're going to start to make ways of becoming it. Your body will start to become become more in sync with your mind. Like I said, you have the most laziest people who will sit there, and they'll get tired of being out of shape. They'll get tired of being overweight. And like I said, they'll constantly say, I, I, see, I want to be, I, wanna, I, I see myself being, I need to be this way. I need to look like this. I need to be, I need, I need, I need. And then you're going to start forcing yourself to work out. You're going to stir up a, a whole another a whole another batch of energy that's going to seem like it came from nowhere, and it's going to start to push you forward to get that image, that future image that you are speaking in projecting, that you are speaking, in, um, speaking from projecting, speaking from out of the projection and into projection, thinking into projection. Once you start to think it, then you start to speak it, and then you start to produce it. You see, that's real because I've done it so many times. I've done it so many times where all I focused on was the future me, and it was and I was able to get through the present day struggles and everything because on these days when I, before I got to where I wanted to be in life because I am where I want to be in my life. But I say there's always greater or more to improve, so I think about that. I don't think about how far I came. I think about how far I got to go. Do y'all understand me? I think always about how far I got to go, not how far I came. That don't even matter no more because I can't even remember where I came from a lot of this stuff. I can't even remember. It ain't really worth it. I can remember. I could, I, like I said, I could see it and rear view how you see things in hindsight. Like I said, it's literally like driving the car when you are moving forward into the future, when you are speaking things into projection, thinking things into projection, things that you are currently dealing with will become smaller and smaller, like you literally passing these things by. Seriously. Seriously. And this is how you want your life to be. Ultimately, this is how you're going to ascend that depression, ascend that bipolarism, ascend all these things. That's the only way. You see? So when I say you guys, sometimes you guys say F it, I got to get the F over it. You just got to be like that. 
You got to say whatever I'm going through, whatever I'm stressed about, whatever I'm, whatever I got issues about, whatever my hang up. So I got to get over this shit. I got to get over it. Cause there's no other way. There's no listen, man. All that thousands of dollars you want to spend on therapy, all that talk you're going to do laying on somebody's couch, all they do is just keep just treating the problem. It's the same way they do things in medicine. They don't want to cure you. They want to treat you. You follow what I'm saying? They don't want to cure you. They want to treat you. You see? They want to keep you. They want to keep you coddled up like a little baby talking to you and whatnot. You never really talk through this stuff. You never talk to it. They're just going to say anything to keep you coming back, keep you paying them per hour to sit around and play like and play your fake best friend like they're really concerned about what you're talking about. You're just, you just another paycheck for them. You're another patient to them. You're more money in their pocket. That's all. Because if they were real with you, they're going to tell you, they, they're going to tell you, look, my, it only take one visit for, you to, um, for me to get you straight. You see, that's what they're going to tell you. They're going to keep you commiserating. They're going to keep you commiserating in your misery. That's what these therapists do. They're going to keep you talking. I remember like how they did it. A white lady did on that um, uh, uh, on that movie. Um, what's the movie? Uh, uh, with the bronze guy. Um, what's the movie? Get Out. She had him on the couch and doing her thing and had him. That's what they do. Next thing you know, you're at the mercy of these people emotionally. You're at the mercy of these people. You see? That's it. That's the best advice. That's the only real advice you can give anybody. Get over it. That's it. And you do that by way of having something to look forward to. You see, I'm going to always give you real advice, real intel, things that you can utilize in your life. Somebody thanked me a couple of days ago. They said, you know, you know, though you give supreme and high intelligence and whatnot, projected futuristic, it's so simple to how to apply it. You can actually take intellect and apply it to your life if you are truly of the covenant of Amun. Again, you see, if you are truly of it, to truly be of it is because we all going through the same thing. So if we all going through the same thing, we are striving to perfect ourselves and get to that future space in our life by way of speaking things into projection, thinking things into projection, that we need to be in an environment, we need to be talking to people, we need to have an energy that's based on that, of be aligned with people who are based on that. That's what the whole point of community is. We all helping ourselves to heal mentally. We are all helping ourselves to heal mentally. Hell, I'm healing mentally about a lot of things. I said I'm healing mentally. You see, I'm healing. I'm still healing mentally about a lot of things. You see, but it's necessary. It's necessary. You have to admit that you're sick. We all sick. We came through this this uh, three. We come. We walking through this third dimensional realm. Realm final. We come out of the two dimension. The two dimension. The two dimensional is a state of hell, man. It's a state of hell. You see, the two dimension is the state of hell. And we were scarred in hell, going through a bunch of ignorant people. And like I said, the fact that we move through that, the fact that we want to become greater, we want to extend ourselves as a sign that we are survivors. We are survivors of that two-dimensional black holocaust known as the so-called black race, being raised as black people, raised in darkness, raised in ignorance, 
and then to have your own people admit emitting that same ignorance. That's hell that's hell within itself. That's traumatic within itself. Having people around you with demonic spirits on them and whatnot who've done things to you or said things to you or did things to hurt you. Like I said, that's a lot to heal from. That's a lot to get over. But you have to get over it. I don't care what nobody gonna tell you sitting around talking it through. Yeah, you say it one time, get it out and just keep moving, man. You don't need to keep rehashing things. That's not going to make things better. Rehashing it is, is not going to make it better. Move on. Get over it. That's all. You will put yourself in a greater space because the things you hold on to in the present block you from grabbing on to the things you need in the future because there's always greater in the future. You just have to recognize it. You just have to recognize that which is greater in the future. A lot of people who have come into your life were sometimes pleasant surprises or unpleasant surprises. However, they were surprises. What do I mean by that? When I say surprises, that surprise is like a flash, like the flash on the camera, like something just flashed into your life. For good or for bad, it flashed into your life. And you try once it flashes into your life to figure out how this thing there's people, these places, whatever it is. How do they fit into your life? How exactly do they fit into your life if you're interested in keeping them around? You see? And sometimes you will become emotional about something or someone, and you will try to keep people around out of emotion, and that's not what to do. Because they will block you from your projections things of the three-dimensional realm that they want you to tie yourself into mentally will block you from your projections, block you from your future projections. See, in this society, they don't want our people to have future thoughts. They don't want our people to have that. They want our people to stay present day so that meanwhile, while you're staying present day in your thinking, people are thinking and planning out your future, which don't look too bright. That's what you so-called black people. People are, because you refuse to think about the future, and what the future holds for you and what the future is supposed to bring for our people. And because you refuse to do that, people are planning your future for you. People are manipulating your future for you. You see, people are controlling your future for you and thus blocking out your future projections that you're supposed to be receiving of yourself. You don't have these things. You don't have these things. You don't have these things because you don't know how to project these things. There's a block in your mind. There's a block in your mind that keeps you from receiving these projections, the, the projections that you very much need. And I'm going to tell you something. You can end up having someone else take your projection. You can end up having someone else take your projection. I'm going to show you what I mean by that. You ever had somebody, you ever heard of some people that, let's say, you might have had it in your mind to be something, you heard these people that had it in their mind to be something, and they might have had, and they might have been really, really, really good at it, but they never pursued it. They had the potential, but they didn't have the push. But they might have somebody who was, wasn't as good next to them, and they absorbed that energy, and they end up succeeding in the thing that that person wanted because they didn't have enough 
push to get what it is they want, um, that projection to get what they wanted. So that projection was so strong in them, but they couldn't pull the trigger on it. They couldn't move on it. So someone else ended up absorbing that projection and becoming, and end up becoming what you were meant to become. Next thing you know, you're sitting around pissed off and jealous and envious of people. You see? You might have had a guy where you'd be like, mm, you know what, I like him, I want to get, I like him, I, I want to such and such and such, I like how he is, And you, but you always might have put this guy in the friend zone. You've seen women do that, they put a man in the friend zone, and they'd be like, oh, I, he cool and all, but I don't see him that way. He cool and all, he'd be a good guy, he did this, that, and third, and he really, you know, but you don't see him that way because he never came at you that way. Next thing you know, your friend, your girlfriend, your best friend, next thing you know, she messing with him. She dealing with it. Next thing you know, they having a good life. Next thing, and you sitting around pissed off. You see? And you sat up there and procrastinated, and that was the man for you, and you thought about this man, and you probably put it in her head who was next to you, and you, you was thinking about it, and you probably thought over there, and you, but it was in the back of your mind. Next thing you know, she's like, hmm, man, I should go out. Next thing you know, they dating, they, and she happy, she having children, they doing this, that, and the third, because you couldn't pull the trigger and cross the finish line. But she saw the future. She saw the bigger picture. You see? You saw the bigger picture. She didn't. That happens all the time. And you end up with somebody who's a loser, worrying about nothing, because you were afraid to move forward with someone who you knew or that you know is a winner. Someone that you know is a winner. You ain't going to have too many winners come around in your life. You have a whole bunch of losers in your life, but very few winners are going to come around in your life. I'm going to tell you that right now. You'll be lucky if you get one. You'll be lucky if you get one. That's why I told you women before, y'all play this game that you want where you think you're playing musical men. Ain't no musical men out here. You only got one man for you. Ain't no two and three men. You got one man and multiple males for you. That's what you got. You got one man and multiple males, you see. And usually the average female, she lets the real man go for the multiple male. And those are the ones that end up becoming the baby mamas, you see. Those are the ones who end up pregnant early, you see. Laying with this one and that one, giving into their lust and desire and not having that same lust, that same zest and zeal for speaking into the future bringing things into the future. You got certain people who that's all they think about is the future. You got young women out there, young men out there, they just think about what they want to become and they start working toward that and they start becoming it and it seems like they start to ascend at ease because they're just solely focused on that. And of course they're going to excel at that. Of course they're going to excel at that. You got your mind in 50 different directions. You don't know which way is up. You don't know your ass from your elbow and whatnot, and you expect to really project something into the present. You expect to project something, move on, and move something greater, and you don't know how to move. You don't know how to maneuver. You don't know how to ascend past your attitude, past your dead your dead. Uh, uh, um, what do you want to say? Your uh, um, what's the word I want to say? Your character, your character. You see, at the foundation of everybody is a character flaw. If you are playing a character, 
if you are playing a character in this three-dimensional realm, which everybody is playing a character in the two dimension, and, you know, I would hope everybody would stop now, but at the foundation of your character is always going to be flaws because the character that you put up, picked up and put on and started being, all of those characters have flaws. It's not till you get to the true persona of who you are, that which makes you unique, that which makes you genuine, that which makes you or pulls you into alignment to something greater, that's when you'll be able to project. See, right now, when you being a character, when you being a when you being an a hole, when you being you know you being dis- dis- disagreeable, when you being this that and the third, when you gotta have your say and I don't like this and I don't like that. Nobody cares what you like. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you like. Nobody cares about your feelings. Your feelings don't mean a damn thing. Your feelings mean nothing. People step all on, on your feelings every day. Like I said, the beast don't care. See, this is what blows black people away when it comes to dealing with the so-called white man. Niggas think that the white man's supposed to care about your feelings. He showed you in slavery he didn't care about your feelings. It was just about him working you to death and getting what he wanted out of you and using you like a machine. And once he used you, he throw you away because you made yourselves holes for the white man. And when I say you made yourself holes for him, is because you were not able to project your thoughts forward. You let him do your thinking for you, just like black people still do today. Just like you let them do, you like you, they do you today. They do your thinking for you. So therefore, they stand in the way of your projection. projection. Remember how you stand on this plantation? Oh, you know, your life is just on the plantation. Ain't nothing outside of here. How you gonna let a person, a a a a a being, a creature, stand in your way of movement? How you gonna let a creature stand in your way of movement? How you let a creature do that? Something that could die. Something you could kill. Just gotta keep killing it if it stands in your way. But you also have to set back barriers and boundaries for yourself in which you travel. Everybody moves out the way of a serpent because a serpent will strike. And you must strike every day in your life. You must strike out and strike forward every day in your life. And don't let nobody stand in your way for nothing. We'll be right back.
keep in mind projections are really set in stone. Projections, real projections of what you are meant to become are set in stone. It's not like this confusion that you're in within the second dimension where you have all these different choices and decisions to make. No. See, because choices, like I said before, choices and decisions and, you know, different choices is an illusion that gets you usually going off the wrong path. If you had only one path to follow, that would be clarity in your life of who you were meant to become. The you, the extended you, is only a thought away. The extended you, especially now that we have entered the third dimension, because we've only entered the third dimension as coming out of the second dimension as black people when we came to this community and entered officially the third dimension. So now future visions of yourself should be more easily um, uh, attainable, future visions, future thoughts, and the ability to speak yourself into future projections. It should be easier now now that we have overcome the second dimension because if you can't even if you can't even come into something like this that's meant for the evolution of our people, then that means you're still two dimensional in your thought. That means you're still thinking as an individual. And individuals never ascend or are able to speak in projection because they're too busy focusing on the now. They're too busy focusing on the now and what they are stuck in within the now. They're too busy focusing on that. The now is the end-all, be-all to these people who are stuck in their depression and in their inability to free themselves and to think of themselves on a higher level. See, that's what keeps people depressed. When you feel trapped in a circumstance, in a situation that you want to get out of, First of all, the good news is the fact that you want to get out of something is a sign that you are able to ascend. If you are able to want to get out of something, you got certain people that don't want to get out of a certain way of thinking. They don't want to stop being annoying. They don't want to stop being redundant. They don't want to stop being combative. They don't want to stop being all the things that keep them stuck in a space where people don't want to deal with you where you're being combative, having that mindset and that I got to be right and I'm going to say this and I'm going to have my say. Nobody cares about your say. Nobody cares what you think. Nobody cares about your, your thoughts. Nobody cares about how you feel. I've said this before. Only time your thoughts count, the only time your thoughts matter is when you're seeing the bigger picture. When you are being combative, when you are being single-minded, when you're being individualistic, when you got that want to say that, like I said, that keeps you out of alignment with the fourth dimension. That keeps you out of alignment with the future you because, like I said, ego, 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 like a wise man said, Dr. Malachi, do you say ego must go, man. We must learn to let ego, let the ego, you know, and that ego is that emotional. You got to let that emotional attachment to your individuality, which is ego, that has to go. That stands in the way of you speaking and projecting and seeing yourself in projection. You see, that's a form of maturity. The ability to do that is a form of mental maturity. The people who can't speak their things into 
and think their things into projecting or thinking those projections, those future thoughts, are immature mentally. These people are mentally immature. I don't care if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever. You can still be immature mentally. You can still act like a child. You can still be combative. You can still be a big mouth. You can still be over-opinion. Nobody gives a shit about your opinions. Nobody does. We give too much energy to people's opinions and feelings and things like that. We ain't got time for that. Nobody cares about your want and desire to be right. You know when you are right? The time you are right is when you're being righteous. That's the only time when you're truly right, when you're really right. The only time you're really right is when you're being righteous. And I said righteousness is not good. Righteousness is not bad. It's real. Time when you're being real, the real time is when you're able to move about in life, when you're able to move about without combative energy, when you're lessening your combative energy, when you're lessening that combative energy in others, when you're able to do that. That's the time when you're moving about in a steady stream of power. You see, I not tell y'all that life, this life, especially this third dimensional life, is all about movement. It's all about movement. This third dimensional realm is all about movement. It's all about maneuvering. You see, how do you maneuver and move, how do you stay in motion when you stuck? When you stuck doing the same thing, when you stuck saying the same thing, when you stuck in a certain way of thinking, a certain emotion, a certain combatant. So if people are bringing it to you and telling you, this is what you're doing, this is what's pissing me off, this is why I can't deal with you, this is why I can't do this, that, and the third, and your mind says, oh, well, whatever. No, that's not supposed to be your mindset because that is the mindset of a two-dimensional. That is the mindset of a black person. One who wants to be right, one who wants to argue, one who wants to be combative. Again, if you are wrong, wrong means nothing if you are not willing to correct it. Admitting that you're wrong is nothing if you're not willing to correct it, really correct it, and to penalize yourself, punish yourself, and thus move on in your thoughts. You have to evolve. You have to grow. You have to extend yourself. And the only way to do that is the self-assessment and the reality that you are traumatically impacted by something that keeps you from moving forward, that keeps you speaking, that keeps you from speaking and projecting and thinking and projecting. Because again, if you think in the bigger picture, and I discovered this, if you think in the bigger scheme of things, if you think in the larger scheme of things, then no power that's trying to work against you is going to prosper. Why? Because you simply can't hit a moving target. You can't hit a moving target. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of weapons you use. You can never hit a moving target. The target has to stand still for you to hit it. You see, mentally they have to stand still, and physically they have to stand still. But you're not supposed to be standing still. You're supposed to keep moving. You're supposed to be speaking and thinking and projection. That is what keeps you moving. That is ultimately what keeps you moving. You keep people off guard, right, because... They usually think they know what you're going to do. And when you surprise people and do something else, they don't know how to react. They don't know how to react. You see? They don't know how to react. 
You know why black people are so are black people are able to be done the way they've done in this society? Because niggas are so predictable, man. The white man knows his niggas. He knows niggas are predictable. You see, he know how you niggas act up. He know how you niggas get emotional. He know how you niggas do this. He know, he know the ins and outs of niggas. Study y'all, especially emotion and you, the fear and you, all the things that you have to subtract from you in order to move forward. You see, they know that. So see, when you're not acting predictable, when you're not acting like what they expect, they don't know how to react to you. So nine times out of ten, just move out of your way, get out of your way. Because they're only trained to deal with niggas. And it's the same way where people expect you to be combative and go back and forth with them. No. they that, that's, that's energy that's looking to be fed. That's energy that's looking to be fed. You see, we're not looking to feed energy. We're looking to harness energy. We're not looking to feed energy. We're looking to harness energy, mental energy, so that we are able to project real things into our lives, future things into our lives, greater things into our lives that we are meant to become. And, again, your future is not based on what goes on in the present. Stop thinking that your future is based on that which goes on in the present. Your future is based on that which is going on in just that, the future. Stop trying to make your present the future. Stop trying to make your present the future. That's the problem. A lot of people trying to make their present the future, and they don't know how to separate the two. They don't know how to make their present the past and make their future really the present. In other words, make your future the present. Make the future your pre- your constant move, motion and movement. The present should become the past, right? And the uh, uh, the present should become the past, and the future should become the present. You follow what I'm saying? That's how you should always move. The future is next. We're constantly moving in the next, and we're constantly represent representing ourselves or representing ourselves in the future state meaning that we're constantly unveiling ourselves. Like, like I'm going to give you a good example of this. You notice every time y'all see me when I do a, a um, whenever I do a conference or I do something, I look different. I might have dropped a few pounds. I might have got a, my head cut a certain way. I'm looking good. I'm refreshed. And, I, you know, my clothes are different. I put on a nice little thing together. I always carry a different appearance with me because I'm constantly evolving. I look back at a lot of the old pictures and I can see where I evolved at. I look back at my old pictures of when I was doing conferences and whatnot, and each and each step in that comp in those conferences is a milestone to the intel that I'm giving y'all. I feel the upgrade. I know y'all all feel the upgrade in intel and also the upgrade in class and how we doing things and how we carrying ourselves, how we coming together, how we are growing and extending ourselves. See, that could only be done by way of future projection. I had to put my mind in the future, thus letting things go in the past. I had to put the present behind me. Put the present behind you and put the future in front of you. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Put the present behind you and put the future ahead of you. Do I make myself class? That's how you do that. That's how I do it. I'm telling you what I do. I put the present behind me. 
In other words, I don't give a damn what nobody talking about in the present. I really don't. I put the present behind me. The present is the past to me. So the past don't even exist to me. The present is the past. I put the present behind me, and I put the future in front of me continuously. That's the only way. You see, we're not going to sit around here and dwell because, again, it cuts our projection. It cuts our projection. It cuts our extension. You see, whatever happened in the past don't matter. Don't matter. The past was meant to get you to the future. So you might well just go and cut the present out. Move through the present, man. Put the present behind you. Put the past way behind you. Past even further behind the present. And put the future solely in front of you. Think of that as putting the second dimension behind you. And the third dimension behind you. And focus solely and squarely on the fourth dimension. That's real. Because I guarantee you, you will do yourself the greatest disservice sitting around here thinking about what could have been, why it wasn't this way, why it couldn't have been that way, because it wasn't. Why Why I'm still thinking about what happened to me. Well, I, I got a good solution. Stop thinking about it because it ain't worth thinking about. It's nothing. You want to live in that world. You want to keep going back. You want to keep reverberating that same behavior. You see, because, and like I said, even you people that got demons on you who are demonic, even you people got demons on you who are demonic, you still opening yourself up as a vessel for those demons because those demons feed you. Those demons sometimes will feed you. They will feed you. Your demons will feed you. They'll give you comfort in the present state. They'll, they'll, give, you a, they'll give you this sense of, um, how you say, they'll give you this sense of entitlement. The demons will feed you. They'll give you a sense of comfort. They'll make you feel you right. You got your say and you set the say so and you just, they'll make you feel like that. You see? And what happens is those demons will deceive you. You have to open yourself up to be a receiver of that demonic energy. And those demons will receive you all the time. They will come all the time and they will take from you all the time and they will stop you from projecting all the time. You see, they will keep you locked in the present. They will keep you constantly rotating in the same, same degenerate, demonic, evil, negative, funky pattern that you've been going in. You see, that combative spirit. Now, like I said, if you have come to here, obviously, this is a flaw that you want to rid yourself of because this is where we rid ourselves of the flaws. We ain't looking for no, nobody to help us. We're looking for us to help us. We're looking for us to help us. But there's nothing wrong with being, being helped. There's nothing wrong with that. We're supposed to help us. Us can help us, ultimately. And if us don't help us, and there is nothing. Us must help us. We must help us. Think on that. Think on that. Put your present 
behind you and put the future firmly in front of you. We'll be right back.
In the days ahead, in the days ahead, as we move forward, like I said, the times are going to be, you know, you know, I know that time is going to be different for us all. You know why? Because time is going to be based on your development. Time is going to be based on your ability to develop. You know how certain people, they time flows different for them? See, time flows different for you. Time becomes a drag to you when you cannot project forward. Time becomes a drag to you. You see, when people can project forward, when people can speak things into projection, not manifestation, but in projection, where it is a thought first and the blueprint and the uh blueprint of which you are constantly becoming in your evolution, when you're able to shoot forward into that, when you get in alignment with the blueprint of who you are, who you are becoming, that's a form of projection. Somebody said when I put up on um, Facebook, they said, when I put put your present behind you and your future in front of you, somebody said, manifest. I said, no. Not manifest, projection. Project. Project, because 
all manifestations are locked within the third dimension. We are trying to ascend the third dimension. We don't want any more manifestations. A woman festation, man's manifestation, a woman festation, whatever. We don't want that anymore. We've been there, done that. We did the people, place, and possession thing. Now we want the power. The power is in the projection. The power is in bringing future things to us, toward us, to help us to ascend out of the third dimension, to help us ascend into a state of pure motion movement where there is no looking back, where we will ascend to the constant and continuous path of growth. And when I say that continuous and constant path of growth, because we all have a continuous and constant path of growth that we are linking ourselves to, that we are aligning ourselves to. We all have that. And if you do not realize that, then you cannot ascend into that space. You cannot ascend to an, into a space that you don't realize you belong in. See, you only start not belonging to something or belonging in that space once you have accepted that you have firmly locked yourself into the present. So now you can't speak yourself into a state of projection. You can't project yourself into the future. You can't think in projections, nor can you speak in projections. Like I said, the so-called white man, he does that every day of his life. The ones who are in power, where you think you get it from, you get it from us. You don't see, when, like I told you before, the white man will come to a place, you know, and the, the ones who got the money, they'll come to a place, and what do they do? They start seeing how things can be in the future. They're not put off by the fact that you so-called black people are there, or that it's the hood. They don't care about that. They ain't looking at that. They're looking at what's going to be in the future. They could always figure out how to get rid of you niggas on around. You know, if they got money, they're already projecting the future. You follow what I'm saying? They ain't thinking about you. They're already thinking, okay, well, you know, that, you know a nice restaurant could go where that crack spot was, and, and you know, table could go outside. We could have outside eating and whatnot where those niggas are standing on the corner. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they think like that, and they come in and project that. Let me take a call. 803. Oh, no, 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 no. Hello? Okay. Hello? Okay, I guess you didn't mean to press it. Hello? No, Ms. Zor, that was that was my bad. I didn't mean to do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that you know, the wealthy people who take over societies, societies and whatnot, they ain't thinking about the present. They're thinking about what things going to be. And that's what you start to work towards. You know the strongest, the strongest power that you get is when you're working toward a goal. Right? When you're working toward a goal, that goal comes by way of projection what you see in the future, where you see yourself being, what you see your surroundings being. You start working toward the future. That's your projection. That's your, like I said, I gave the analogy of working out. You got to see yourself lean, see yourself fit, see yourself in shape, see yourself, whatever you got to do to get to that point. See yourself being attractive. See yourself losing all that weight, getting your clothes smaller, people complimenting you. You need all of those things. You need to see or see all of those things futuristically to get you through the workout. You see, because if you can't see them things, then you're going to be just sitting around eating, 
you'll be sitting around just eating and eating, becoming a damn couch potato, never working out. And it's easy for so many people to sit around and become overweight because they can't project or see the future themselves in shape. They can't project that and see that in themselves. The people who push past that and have that every day, you see white people working out, you see some of our people, but they'll work out because they're constantly trying to see a future of themselves. They're tr- <coughs> constantly trying to make themselves better. <coughs> That's what the projection brings. That's what the projection brings. But, you, but way before it's just a thing you're working on yourself, it has to be a mental thing where you got to work on yourself. You have to force your mind to only look at things that are futuristic as prevalent in your life. You have to force your mind to see futuristic things of what is going to impact you as prevalent in your life. You got to let all the old things go. You got to let go of your attitude, your ego, your your combativeness, all that got to go. Because these are things, because, again, what does combativeness do? Combativeness makes you stand still. Combativeness, combativeness and going back and forth with people stops your movement. Because if I got to stop to argue with you, if I got to stop to do this, it stops my flow of projection. And it also stops your flow of projection. Because now our projections of what we're supposed to be seeing forward is, supposed, is interlocking. And we now we're stuck in that present and we're in that moment. We're going back and forth. Anything could happen at that moment. Why do you think when you see people, they start off, they arguing and whatnot, and it turns into a harmless argument, but they still get quipping. Next thing you know, it gets physical. Next thing you know, somebody kills somebody. Next thing you know, just in that moment, people's lives have changed forever. Your life, you might end up dead. Somebody end up in jail. Now, that becomes your reality. You see, your lives change because you these two people, uh, um, they, they, their, their paths crossed, and there was that explosion, because that explosion that ended up happening to them as a result of their encounter was really supposed to be meant for them to be moving forward into the future, exploding themselves mentally into the future, moving forward into the future. But you can't do that because you're caught in the present. So, like I said, you learn to let present day things go, man. Put the present behind you and put the future ahead of you. That's projection. That's not manifestation. Manifestation is bringing all these things in your life, in the present day of your life. That's that's manifestation, bringing present day things into your life. We're not interested in present day things because the things you ask for in the society, the present things you ask for in the society is already around you. You already can have that. That's, that's manifestation. That's not bringing nothing from a higher state. What do y'all ask for? Oh, some money. Uh, uh, some some uh, opposite the opposite sex the money ain't that what they all ask for? I want a better house. I want a better car. I want more money on my job. I want this person to come into my life. I want to hit the lottery. That's all you ask for. Isn't that what everybody asks for in the third dimension and in the second dimension? Ain't that what everybody asks for? You see, that's not projecting. That's manifestation. Hell, you got these public these guys who um call themselves public speakers. Always talking about manifesting what you you're manifesting your dream. What is what is what is so dreamy or something so you know, why do you aspire or you see that as something palatable to focus on, something that's in this present that's material? Why do you see it that way? I don't get that. I focus on the mental power. That's what I want ultimately. That's the ongoing power. That's the projection. I focus on the mental power, the clarity and everything with it because when you got all that, everything that everything on that low level gonna come to you anyway. Everything gonna come to you. Not that you're doing it for that, but 
you doing it for a higher purpose, but when you do things for a higher purpose, things on a low level that you once put on a higher level, on a higher pedestal, now comes to you freely. And then after a while, you ain't even going to want it. You know, I'm good. You know, I'm good. Yeah, million dollars, two million dollars, I'm good. I don't want to do that. I, you know, I don't, want, I don't want to be in that type of situation. You start putting yourself in greater situations. You start putting yourself in better spaces, better places, better personifications of things. So these things start to evolve and grow, and they become more powerful, and they make more of an impression in your life, a greater impression. It helps break you through into a state of who you're supposed to be instead of who you once thought you were. Because who you once thought you were should have been should have been died on the vine a long time ago. A lot of people can't move forward because they still got this mental axe to grind within themselves. They still open themselves up for demonic possession. They still feel a need to be combative. They still want to be heard. They still want to go back and forth. They still want to be heard and be say what they say. And like I said, they can't hear themselves. It's like the person who can't smell themselves. They'll smell funky. They'll have a bad odor to them, and they can't smell themselves. you got to have people tell them you have a bad odor to your body, you see, because they're unaware. They're unaware of their very less, the lesser senses. When you're, how is it that you can't smell your, smell your body odor or smell your breath or smell whatever? How is it that you can't do that? Because what happens is when you get so caught up in this present state, when you get so caught up in this, and the going back and forth of emotion, you start to neglect the things, the senses, the, the lower sensory that's supposed to keep you intact. You start to neglect that. You see? You start to neglect that. Thing when you see them people lose their mind, they start going crazy and whatnot. Them uh, homeless people, they, they're going to talking, they start going crazy. Because what happens? Those people who are homeless and you see them talking to themselves and bugging out, those are people who obviously had a traumatic experience happen to them. You see, a uh, present experience that they, something that happened to them in the past, traumatic experience, and they can't get out of that. They can't get themselves out of that, that experience. So it drives them crazy. It bugs them out. And what happens? They don't, they don't want to wash themselves no more. They walk around funky. Some people have money and still be walking around dirty and funky. don't want to wash themselves no more because when that demonic energy gets on you, that present day demonic energy gets on you, it's, you know, you make it hard to ascend that. You see? Some people sitting around here talking about, they talk, you're like, what the hell are they talking about? They talking out there, they, they talking about something, whatever something, whatever impacted them to lose their mind like that, were they mumbling in the corner whether these men had some meltdown over some female or the woman that had some meltdown over some man or something that happened, whatever the hell happened, and they passed, she might have got molested as a little child, and she can't let it go, and it bugs these people out, man. They get bugged out of their mind because they can't move forward. They have nothing to project to. They have nothing to change the channel toward. Like I said, you know how when you see something on TV and you don't like you change the channel, man? They don't know how to change the channel. They don't know how to change the channel to a higher station. See, that's really what it is. You're channeling toward a higher station. You're projecting towards your higher self. You're speaking and thinking that projection of your higher self and your surroundings and everything that's going to bring power. You're bringing that into projection. You are projecting the future image of yourself forward. You're walking into that. You start to see that. You actually literally start to see yourself 
with a whole nother level of sensory beyond your eyes. You start to actually physically see yourself, and that's been happening to me. I know because it's happened to me. It happened. It was happening to me when I was a younger man, when I was a child. A lot of things I saw, and you know, things I I, I felt I needed to become, and things I just felt I was going to do something important. I just felt that, and I just always hung on to that, even when I was doing nonsense. It's what guided me through doing nonsense jobs. It's what guided me do, through doing mediocre stuff because I know I didn't come here to be mediocre. I know I didn't come here for that. So that vision, that projection of who I was meant to be carried me through all those times where I was like, damn, I'm struggling. I was, you know, messed up. And, you know, I've been through it all. I've been through it. Our projection are what keeps us afloat. Our visions of the future and our future self is what keeps us up and keeps us going. And like I said, once I learned to live for that and I I didn't let nothing stand in my way or stop me, I'm fine. And I'm in motion. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is speaking in projections? Basically speaking in futures, in the future, speaking in the things that we're supposed to be walking into. See, black people are not big fans of speaking and projecting. Niggas love to focus on the past. Niggas love to keep talking about the past over and over and over again, just doing the same things over and over. Niggas still marching in 2022 and 2021, still marching, asking for the same thing. Man, come on, man. That's not, that's what keeps you off of becoming who you are futuristically and thus outliving these people in the present. We're feeding off your energy. Who will be doing this and why the elect will be doing this we will be speaking in projections and emitting projective energy emitting emitting projective energy from our very being meaning that when people see you they will see a high concentration of illumination illuminated uh, a brightness on you because that illuminated brightness on you is future you. The future you has come into contact. That's why people start to say, yeah, you got a glow around. You got an aura like I hear all the time. That's because I'm focused on the future. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing the future me and transformations. What is the purpose of this? Our growth, our extension, our development, and the moving away of things that stand in the way of that in the two dimension, the third dimension. Will everyone be able to do it in the future? Everyone who is of the elect will be able to do this. Those who are not will not. How will this affect the elect of Amun? In a very powerful way. Simple as that. In a very extensive way. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amun by the power of Amun. And Amun we trust. And Amun we thank. And Amun we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual leader in courage, then intellect radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.